Please be aware that the comments, views, opinions shared on this podcast are not meant to diagnose a medical problem and or legal problem. If you do have a medical problem or legal problem, kindly contact a professional. Welcome to An Apple A Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple A Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. Well, I would ask you how you're doing today, my friends, but I've got, I've got hit with a boatload of criticism this week. So I want to put that out there first. You all remember my friend Oscar, right? He's the grumpy guy that doesn't think handicapped people should have parking permits. Well, he tells me that he listens He listens to the podcast every week without fail. Sometimes twice a week he listens to it. And uh, he tells me that I sound very condescending when I'm asking people how they're doing, if they went to the doctor, if they took their medication. Does that sound condescending to you? I just did something that my friends ask me. So I just pass it along. I thought it was being friendly. I thought it was being a little bit helpful even. You know, just a reminder. But he thinks, he seems to think that it's condescending. I don't get it. Then, on top of that, I get a letter from Alex in San Diego, California, who thinks that I'm a perky cheerleader. Now, let me just point out something to Alex, boy. If you ever seen me in person... If I'm what you consider a perky cheerleader, you're legally blind. <laughs> and if you're not, you'll gouge your own eyes out, buddy. <laughs> he thinks that I'm I'm too happy to be disabled. I'm too happy. <laughs> I don't know what I don't what what am I supposed to be miserable? <laughs> are you gonna get on the are you gonna get on a microphone and just be miserable? Is that your idea of a podcast? I'm not one of these other guys pretending to be a doctor or a therapist or anything like that. I'm talking to a bunch of people who I consider to be virtual friends from all over the world. <laughs> I'm I'm just making I'm making small talk with, with friends who are in the same boat that, that I am. We're all in the same boat. We're all disabled or we all or they know someone who's disabled. And if I can throw along some information, things that I've been through to help them through, then I think I'm doing a good thing. <laughs> but what am I supposed to get on and go, hi, this is Jimmy Apple, and you're listening to an apple a day. <laughs> if that's the way I got to do it, I might as well stop this and open up an apple a day funeral services. Hey, Alex, what do you got? One foot in a, in a, in a coffin? You don't tell me what your disability is. Me personally, you know what? I've learned to accept my disability, okay? I don't like it. I would love not to have it. But the fact of the matter is, I have it. I have to deal with it. So I can either be a miserable person or I can try my best to get along and assimilate and join in the fun of living. And I'm hoping that everybody else does that. Evidently, Alex, you're not. And I, I tell you the truth, I hope you don't have kids because... To have this negative attitude around kids is terrible. Absolutely, positively terrible. But listen, guys, if you think I'm being too flippant or you think I'm, I'm not serious enough, please let me know. 
But I just figure it like this. We get together a couple of times a week and we talk and we, we shoot the the breeze and I get some information that I can share with you and we go along our way. I love the emails I get from you guys. This is one of the, well, one of a couple of negative emails I've gotten. But hey, you know what? Today's a great day to be alive, Alex. You know why? Because you're above, you're above ground. You're on top of the grass looking down. You're not underneath it looking up at roots. You're looking down at grass. And if even if you're getting rained on right now, it's a great day to be alive. I'd rather be getting rained on than feel the mud. So, Alex, I hope you I hope you get a better outlook. And if you don't, and if you want to stay miserable, the only thing I can say to you, Alex, is take it on the hop. <laughs> Anyhow. How you feeling today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? Feeling better than yesterday, I hope. That's great. That's great. And I'm going to ask you this just to piss off Oscar. Did you take your medicine? Have you been taking your medicine the way you're supposed to? You've been going to your doctor's appointments, going to your therapy appointments. That's great. Absolutely, positively great. Well, we got a good one for you today. I've got a couple of updates from Social Security itself. Uh... One is a press release, news release from them, and another is some information on the cost of living increases. So you want to stick around for that. I also have uh, an article here I want to read to you. Now, you all know that I hate that video games have become a disease, that they may, they've made them into a disease, video game addiction. But I have, a, I have an article here about video games that actually help your, your chronic back pain. So that's a good one. And I also have an article here about COPD. That, and that affects quite a few people, myself included. So we're going to share that also. So let's get started here. I have two articles here. The press re- I'm going to start with the press release from Social Security. It's a news release. It's from Social Security OIG. And it says, Social Security OIG expand national anti-fraud program. The Social Security Administration and its Office of the Inspector General, OIG, today announced three new Cooperative Disability Investigations, CDI, units recently opened across the country. As part of the nationwide CDI program, the new units will identify investigate and prevent social security disability fraud throughout their respective states. The new CDI units opened in Albuquerque, New Mexico, Honolulu, Hawaii, and Indianapolis, Indiana. The CDI program is one of Social Security's most successful anti-fraud initiatives, contributing to the integrity of the federal disability programs. CDI brings together personal personnel from Social Security, its OIG, State Disability Determination Services, or DDS, and local law enforcement agencies to analyze and investigate suspicious or questionable Social Security disability claims to help resolve questions of potential fraud before benefits are ever paid. CDI unit efforts 
help disability examiners make informed decisions, ensure payment accuracy, and generate significant taxpayer savings for both federal and state programs. Social Security is committed to combating fraud and preserving the public's trust in our programs, said Nancy Berryhill, Acting Commissioner of Social Security. As we open the three new CDI units, let us remember the important work they do. The CDI program plays critical role in detecting and preventing fraud, helping to ensure benefits are paid only to the people who are eligible. This collaboration between Social Security, the OIG, and local law enforcement helps to save taxpayer money and ensures the integrity of our programs. The CDI program consists of 43 units covering 37 states, the District of Columbia, and the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico. Social Security and OIG have opened several offices in the last few years as they work together to provide CDI coverage for all 50 states by 2022, as mandated by the Bipartisan Budget Act of 2015. CDI has a long, successful track record of identifying and preventing disability fraud and abuse. I think that's great. I think that's excellent. Excellent, because there's so many people that do need the Social Security program, do need the disability program, and they're being held up by these people that commit fraud, by the people that are making false claims. So I think that's great. I can't wait until it's in every state. Now, also from Social Security we received another press release or notice, I guess you'd call it, about the new online Social Security COLA or COLA notices. We are constantly expanding our online services to give you freedom and control when doing business with us. Our new online cost of living adjustment or COLA notices are another example of our commitment in this area. Later this year, we will post the Social Security COLA notices online for retirement, survivors, and disability beneficiaries with My Social Security accounts. The announcement of the COLA amount will occur in October, but final benefit amounts won't be calculated and available until December when we mail new COLA notices that contain the benefit amount for the next calendar year. These COLA notices will now be available to view and save via the online message center inside My Social Security. The message center is a secure, convenient portal where you can receive sensitive communications we don't send through email or text. This year, individuals will still receive COLA notices by mail. In the future, they will be able to choose whether they receive their notice online instead of on paper. Online notices will not be available to representative payees, individuals with foreign mailing addresses, or those who pay higher Medicare premiums due to their income. We plan to expand the availability of COLA notices to additional online customers in the future. Remember, services are always free of charge. No government agency or reputable company will solicit your personal information by email or request advance fees for services in the forms of wire transfers or gift cards. Avoid falling victim to fraudulent internet phishing schemes by not revealing personal information, selecting malicious links, or opening malicious attachments. You can learn more about ways we protect your investment, personal information, and my social security account by going to www 
ssa.gov. Social Security's online services make it easy to have the best experience possible by putting you in control of your time. Sign up for or log into your personal My Social Security account today and choose email or text under message sent to preferences to receive courtesy notifications so you won't miss out on your colon notice. Well, that's good. Uh, Social Security is actually coming into the 21st century. That's excellent. And yeah, you might have laughed when you heard uh, about the wire transfers or gift cards. Now, there's a, there's a scam and I'm sure you've heard about it already, about these people from other countries calling and saying they're from the IRS here and that you have to pay right away or you're going to get arrested. Well, I got one of those calls not too long ago, and it was, <laughs> it was a fella with, uh, for lack of a better word, I'll say an Indian accent, and uh, he told me his, na his name was Officer Elvis, and it was a courtesy call telling me that I'm about to get arrested because I owe the IRS $8,000. $8,000. And I was like, how do I owe you $8,000? They said, it's from back taxes. I never paid them, and I'm going to get arrested. The, a warrant's been put out for my arrest, and he can hold this up only for a short time if I want to pay right away. I said, well, okay, well, let me get my checkbook. And he goes, no, 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 you can't pay by check. I said, well, what do you want, a credit card? No, no, no. He says, what I need you to do is go to Target and get $8,000 worth of gift cards. I said, Target? Yes. He says, you have to go to Target and get $8,000 worth of gift cards. I said, well, you can't put that much money on a gift card. He says, no, you get multiple cards. And he's explaining to me how to do this. Now, is anyone that stupid to believe to believe that you have to pay the IRS with gift cards? And I guess Walmart cards aren't good enough. I don't know. It's a stupid, stupid thing. But you know what? People must fall for it. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it. Can you imagine going into, into Target and saying, I want to buy some gift cards? And they say, okay, sure. Yeah, I want 8,000 of them. $8,000 worth of gift cards. Well, if I was the, if I was the clerk, I'd, <laughs> I'd be in shock. But hey, you got to just watch out. But that my, my Social Security account, that's, that's pretty cool. I have one. And you get some good notices off it. Actually, sometimes some of these notices that I'm reading to you come from there. So you can be ahead of the game by, go, by going and getting my Social Security account and getting the COLA notices ahead of time. It's nice. It's nice to think that we're even get, getting a cost of living adjustment again this year. So, all right, let's take a short break here. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Shake of a lamb's tail, if you will. See you on the other side. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. FamousApple.com is the home site for this podcast. There you're going to find articles about the topics we discuss. You're going to find our connections to our Facebook page. And you're even going to find connections to our private chat board. So take a minute. Go over. Visit www.FamousApple.com. But please wait till the end of this podcast. Don't run out on me now. Let's get back to the discussion. And we're back. Did you miss me? I missed you. <laughs> now, I want to talk to you about COPD. Now, have you ever noticed like you're starting to get tired more or you're out of breath more? 
you get up and you move around and you find yourself out of breath and you're saying, well, I'm really out of shape, you know, or if you exert yourself at all, you're becoming very mucousy. You're getting a lot of mucus build up in you. That could be COPD. What is COPD? COPD is a term for a group of lung diseases that tend to worsen over time. Examples include emphysema and chronic bronchitis. Lungs consist of many tubes or, or airways that branch into even smaller tubes. At the ends of these airways are tiny air sacs that inflate and deflate during the breathing. When the person breathes in, oxygen moves down these tubes and passes through the sacs into the bloodstream. When they breathe out, carbon monoxide gas, which is the waste product, leaves the bloodstream and passes out through the air sacs and the airways. In people with COPD, chronic inflammation of the lungs block the airways and make the breathing more difficult. COPD causes coughing, increased mucus production, which can lead to further blockages. The airways and air sacs can become damaged or less flexible. The most common cause of COPD is smoking cigarettes or other tobacco products. According to the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute, up to 75% of the people with COPD either smoke or used to smoke. However, long-term exposure to other irritants or harmful fumes may also contribute to COPD. COPD, or chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, is severe and progressive lung condition. However, early diagnosis and appropriate treatment can significantly improve a person's outlook. Some of the early signs of COPD include coughing, ex excess mucus, shortness of breath, and tiredness. COPD is a long-term lung disease that causes the obstruction of the person's airwaves and makes it difficult to breathe. It's a progressive condition, which means that it tends to get worse over time. Without treatment, COPD can be life-threatening. According to the World Health Organization, or the WHO, the Global Burden of Disease study reported that COPD affected around 251 million people worldwide in 2016. The study also estimated that COPD caused 3.17 million deaths globally in 2015. There is no cure for COPD, but appropriate treatment can relieve the person's symptoms, reduce their risk of death, and improve their quality of life. In this article, we describe the early signs and symptoms of COPD. We also cover when to see a doctor and the diagnosis. Early signs and symptoms. In its early stages, COPD may not cause any symptoms or they may be so mild that the individual does not notice them at first. Symptoms and severity of COPD can also vary from person to person. However, because the disease is progressive, symptoms often get worse over time. The early signs of COPD can include, one, a chronic cough. A persistent or chronic cough is often one of the first symptoms of COPD. A person may experience a chesty cough that does not go away on its own. Doctors generally consider a cough that lasts longer than two months to be chronic. Coughing is a protective mechanism that typically occurs in response to irritants, such as inhaled cigarette or tobacco smoke, getting into the lungs. Coughing also helps to remove phlegm or mucus from the lungs. However, if a person has an ongoing cough, this may signify a problem with their lung. Excess mucus production 
Producing too much mucus can also be an early symptom of COPD. Mucus is essential for keeping the airways moist and it also captures germs and irritants that may get into the lungs. When a person inhales an irritant, their body produces more mucus, which can lead to coughing. Smoking is a very common cause of excess mucus production and coughing. Long-term exposure to irritants can damage the lungs and lead to COPD. Other lung irritants can include chemical fumes, such as those from paints or strong cleaning products, dust, pollution, including car exhaust fumes, perfumes, hairsprays, and other spray cosmetic. Shortness of breath and tiredness. The obstruction of the air passages can make it more difficult for a person to breathe, which can lead to shortness of breath. This is another common symptom of COPD. At first, shortness of breath may only occur after exercise, but it can worsen over time. Some people cope with their breathing difficulties by becoming less active, which can lead them to becoming less physically fit. A person with COPD needs to exert extra effort to breathe. This exertion can result in lower energy levels and the feeling of being tired all the time. Because their lungs are not functioning normally, people with COPD are more likely to experience chest infections, including the common cold, flu, and pneumonia. Other symptoms of COPD can include wheezing or noisy breathing, chest pain, coughing up blood, chest tightness, unintentional weight loss, swelling in the lower legs. A person with COPD may also experience flare-ups. This is when symptoms suddenly become worse for a time. Triggers of COPD flare-ups can include chest infections and exposure to cigarette smoke and other lung irritants. When should you see a doctor? A person who experiences any of the above symptoms regularly should see a doctor. It is possible to experience some of these symptoms without having COPD, as severe other conditions have similar symptoms. A doctor can usually distinguish between COPD and other diseases. Early diagnosis of COPD can allow a person to receive treatment sooner, which can help to slow the progression of the disease before it becomes severe or life-threatening. The Diagnosis a doctor will start by asking the individual about their symptoms and medical history, including whether or not they smoke and if they have any exposure to lung irritants. The doctor may also perform a physical examination and check for wheezing or other signs of lung problems. To confirm their diagnosis, the doctor may order some other tests, such as spirometry. This is, a, this is where a person breathes into a tube that connects to a machine called the spirometer. The spirometer measures how well the person's lungs are working. To begin the test, the doctor may ask the person to inhale a bronchodilator, which is a type of medication that opens up the airwaves, a chest x-ray or a CT scan. These imaging tests allow the doctor to see inside the person's chest to check for signs of COPD or other medical conditions. Blood tests. The doctor may order blood tests to check oxygen levels or rule out other conditions that cause similar signs and symptoms of COPD. COPD is, is, isn't something to mess around with. If you find yourself coughing and really coughing up mucus and choking, it's time to get it checked. I know I went into the hospital and I had had this cough for a while and I didn't realize that I might have COPD. And while I was in the hospital, they checked me out. And sure enough, they diagnosed me with COPD. So it's not something to fool around with. It's not a disease that you can cure. Once you have it, you're stuck with it. And it just, as the article says, 
it gets progressively worse. Some days are worse than others. Some days you don't even feel like you have it. Other days, it feels like it got 10 times worse overnight. So just keep an eye out for the symptoms. And if you do have the symptoms, check with your doctor. All right, let's move on to the next one here. All right, now if you've listened to me for any length of time, you know how I feel about video games. I think they're a waste of time. I think it's ridiculous that the World Health Organization wants to make being addicted to video games a disability that people can receive disability benefits for and treatment. I think it's ridiculous. It's a game. It's a game. You know what? You want treatment for a video game? Grow up. There's your treatment. But anyhow, there's an article here how video games may just help chronic back pain. It says... As far as health is concerned, video games tend to receive bad press. However, in the case of chronic lower back pain, they may make a positive difference in people's lives. Over the years, the debate surrounding video games and their impact on the psychological and physical health has often reached fever pitch. Some researchers have concluded that they negatively impact certain types of cognitive performances. Others worry that video games are offer more opportunity to remain sedentary in our increasingly inactive lives. The debate is ongoing and will, no doubt, rage on. Now, however, researchers from the University of Sydney in Australia are attempting to harness video games to assist in specific health problems. For example, chronic low back pain. The back pain and video games. <laughs> Low back pain has become the most disabling and costly musculoskeletal condition in the United States. Older adults are most commonly affected, and over time, the condition tends to get worse, creating a significant negative impact on an individual's ability to move around and complete daily tasks. A new study published recently in the Journal of Physical Therapy looked at a chronic low back pain in people over the age of 55. Specifically, the team studied benefits of self-managed home-based video game exercises on Nintendo Wii Fit you. <laughs> At this point, it is worth noting that the researchers received no funding from Nintendo. In all, they asked 60 participants to carry out video game guided exercises three times every week for eight weeks. Each session lasted one hour. These were all carried out unsupervised and at home. The results were compared to those of a group who carried out the same exercises but under the guidance of a physical therapist. The video game aided exercises produced measurable benefits. As lead researcher Dr. Joshua Zadro explains, participants experienced a 27% reduction in pain and a 23% increase in function from the exercises. Battling Poor Compliance these results are important, as Dr. Zadro says. Structured exercise programs are recommended for the management of chronic low back pain, but there are poor compliance to unsupervised home exercise. He, he claims our study, however, had high compliance to video game exercises with participants 
completing on average 85% of recommended sessions. Dr. Zadro thinks the compliance was relatively good in this study because the video game gives clear instructions, encouragement, and feedback. The interactive experience also provides participants with a score which boosts motivation. The scientists believe that providing exercise for low back pain in this way could benefit a great many people. The home-based program has great potential as supervised physiotherapy visits can be costly and people who live in a remote or rural area can face barriers accessing these types of services, he explains. Older people with poor physical functioning also prefer home-based exercises as traveling to treatment facilities can be difficult. Given the enormous global cost of chronic low back pain increasing an individual's capacity to self-manage their pain while reducing the need for therapist supervision should be a priority. Being able to do these exercises unsupervised at home would be cost-effective and convenient solution as video game modules are relatively cheap. The exercises could be completed at a time to suit the patient and fit easily into their schedule. Currently, low back pain costs the U.S. more than $100 billion per year. Finding ways to minimize the symptoms in the simplest possible way is therefore vital. Also, as the U.S. population ages, the number of people with low back pain is likely to increase. So understanding how best to manage is a pressing concern. Dr. Zadro warns the global population of people over 60 years old is expected to triple by 2050. So more research on this population is extremely important. Okay. All right. I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. We're talking about 55 and 60 years old and older. And you got to give them a video game to make them comply with the doctor's orders? What the hell is wrong with us? I don't understand. I just don't understand. You're talking about adults here. And you think it's going to be cheap? You think this is going to be cheaper than sending them to a physical therapist? Next thing you know, they're going to get addicted to we. And we're going to have to pay for their psychological uh, cures. Uh, this is non. I can't say, I won't say it's nonsense. I can't say it's nonsense. I'm not a doctor. But my own personal opinion, please, please, a video game. You know what? Why don't you give them a PlayStation, let them play football, and they can get more exercise. This is part of the problem that we have. You're giving kids trophies for participating. Now you're giving old people video games to exercise to. Come on. Ridiculous. But I have to say this. Before you run out and buy a Wii, make sure you check with your doctor before you start going to Wii Fit You. Okay? Check with your doctor before you start any exercise regimen. Check with your doctor before you do any of that stuff. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much for stopping by this week. It was a blast. <laughs> Sorry, Alex, I, if, you're, if you're upset, but I kind of had fun this week. Uh, next week, I promise you we're going to go over that Medicare and you book that came in. It was just suggested one, that I wait one more week to let everybody get their copy of the book. So... This way we can go over it all together. And now look, if you haven't got the book yet, 
Go to www.ssa.gov and order a copy. And don't forget to check on your Medicare card. You should have your new Medicare card by now. And your old Medicare card, you want to put it through a shredder, get rid of it. Don't mix the two up because the old Medicare card is not valid anymore. So listen, thank you very much again for stopping by. And I want to remind you to stop over at www.famousapple.com and click on our newsletter. Subscribe to our newsletter over there. It's going to give you information about stuff that's coming up in the future. And we're going to get a little bit more involved the beginning of the next year here. So be in the know. Sign up for the newsletter. It doesn't cost you anything. We don't give you information to anybody else. And we keep us in touch. We'll keep in touch with each other. Listen, always remember, things can always be worse. I know you're probably thinking, how can it be worse? Just think of it like this. There are people that are striving to be where you're at right now. Don't forget it. Okay, my friends, thank you very much for stopping by. I'll talk to you at the beginning of next week, and have a great weekend. I'll talk to you soon. This is Jimmy Apple. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.